All right, listeners, welcome and welcome back. We're your hosts, Diani Roger and Shanae Coleman Durden. And this is Boomtown Stories. Yeah, this week is your turn. Yay! I wasn't sure. I cut my brain. It's fine. So yeah. we, we did, we had a break. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those of you who were like, what happened to last week's episode? Uh, you know, sometimes that's how life happens. <laughs> Sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles. Yep. And you just got to roll with it. Got to roll with it. And you all did roll with it. None of you sent any emails. You didn't comment on the Facebook. It doesn't look like anybody commented on the Instagram. Like, where's the episode? So either you guys are super chill or you don't care. We're good either way. Or we're not good at doing our social media. And so. (laughs) Option three sounds. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're like, they're probably not going to see this anyway, because... Even if we do, they're not going to... We're going to do better. Yeah, eventually. That's the motto of this podcast. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) (laughs) That's what needs to be on shirts. We're going to do better. Okay, but not today. Eventually. No, no, like, no. So, and, and, you know, going into that, I chose, um, I think, an absolute pair... Breeze is what it was called. A pair of breeze, yes. All right. So since we didn't have last week, that bottle of pear absolute is gone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm winging it. You know, I I went with apple vodka instead because that's easier to find. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can't drink apple vodka anymore. So mm, because of college. Yep. Was there a particular time? No. And you know what? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember. I don't remember when it was, mm-hmm. but I have a very distinct memory of drinking hot apple vodka mm. and like Taylor loves apple whiskey. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get some apple whiskey. And I was like, <gasps> okay, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. not I think it was that. That, um, 99 bottles. Is that what the brand was? We used to drink that a lot for a while. No, it was uh, McCormick's apple. Oh God. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> That makes a lot of sense. Oh my God. Hot apple McCormick. Oh, that sounds like death. Yeah. I understand. Uh, so I can't, I can't do that anymore. But uh, so you guys, before we get too carried away with uh, reminiscing on all of the many poor choices we made <laughs> today, uh, for those of you coming in for the first time, this is a comedy interview podcast. So we talk about our past. We talk to other people about their pasts, uh, try to get the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Wish I had more memory on that apple vodka story. I don't, it couldn't have ended well, but. I wish I knew which time it was, but they all blur together, so. They do. (laughs) I am, I'm a hundred percent sure that you were there, uh, but not necessarily like while, like that night. Like I I think we spent part of the day. I don't know. It might've been Kristen. It could have been both of you. We'll never know. We will. We will never. We will never know. Truer stories have never been. True words have never been said. Um, okay, so yeah, we do a cocktail every week. Uh, Diani said she chose the pear breeze. Mm-hmm. Absolute pear breeze. Um, we'd like to try to do a cocktail comparison to see if we're matchy matchy, even though they're going to taste slightly different. Um, I went out and bought pear vodka specifically for this. Oh, look at you. Wow. 
I picked a pear cocktail for next week. I guess you're going to be making it without. Oh, man. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do apple vodka. So yeah. you can make the cocktail with apple. I'll make it with pear and we'll compare. It's fine. <gasps> Diani, did we do it? I Well, I think so. The, mine is in kind of a pinkish glass. So I think if I poured it in a clear glass, it would look just like yours. I think I thought it was like a little darker in your apartment because I've got my, I've got, a, I've got a window open directly on my face so that I show that, them the best. That is, that, is, that is also true that the lighting in my apartment is bad. It is terrible. It's like a cave in here. Okay. Diani's recording from a cave, y'all. Uh, yeah, but our drinks match. This is uh, maybe the fifth time. I've never been counting. Okay. In like six months. So uh, when we didn't record last week, I had still gotten all the stuff, mm. but um, I didn't get the right stuff. Like I got Snapple Apple and um, something else. What was it? Oh, and then I got Bing Cherry Juice from Buy, mm. that company, you know? And I was like, this is close enough. It wasn't. It was real mm. gross. Um, sorry to hear that. What is, what's Snapple Apple though? Is it not apple juice? Snapple apple is Snapple's version of apple juice that I personally think tastes better than apple juice. Mm. I don't think there's a single apple in it, which is weird, but mm. drinking it tastes like you're biting into like a crisp apple, yeah. including, you know, like when you bite into an apple, how it has that like dry finish in your mouth, mm-hmm. the drink does that too. Mm. It feels like you're, it's, it's weird, but I love it. And not an apple in it. No, I don't think so. <laughs> they chemicaled it. Sounds delightful. That's my first time having, because, you know, I don't drink juice. So that was my first time having a Snapple apple, maybe since I was 19, 18, 19. Like it's been, what, like four or five years. So. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that amount of time. <laughs> so what have you been up to? I know you were going to ask me that. And the answer is basically nothing. And it's been amazing. Just working. Um, I have Saturdays off in the summer. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I'm feeling well rested, you guys. I've been baking. Like, it's good. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. What are you baking? Um, the last thing I made, I made a tender. So they're not like super crunchy peach scones with uh, cinnamon bourbon whipped cream. Mmm. I do think I'm going to make like a brown sugar cake and I'm going to use that same whipped cream that I made, but I'm going to mix, I'm going to make it into a cream cheese frosting and then like make cake like that, like a brown sugar cake with a cinnamon bourbon cream cheese frosting. Yummy. We'll see. Okay. (laughs) No, 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 no. Baking is hard for me because it's very, like, very specific direction following because it's chemistry. Uh, and, you know, I have a real hardcore do what I want spirit. Yeah. It so that way with baking. Um, yeah, it does not work. So I was like, sometimes I bake and it's it's wonderful. And sometimes I bake and it's like, where did I mess up? Mm. <laughs> which which step did I mess up? Because this isn't right. Yeah. Anywho. Fingers crossed. I'm sure it'll be great. It'll be better than whatever I bake. Which is nothing. Bake something too, and then we can taste it together. No, I'm just, I'm not a baker. I don't, I don't feel that in my heart. That's not in, that's not, not in my ministry. That's not in my ministry. <laughs> what is in your ministry? Can we talk about it? 
I mean, at least cook, like I've started to cook. It's not, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. still not my thing, but I at least, I can do that. Yeah. Do but that. baking is just not in me at all. It's not my spirit. Let me get you a suburban husband. Mm-hmm. We're going to bake together. Where are you going to find this man? Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> be receptive when he gets here. Okay. What have you been up to? Um, I have been going outside. I'm all fully vaxxed now. So all right. um, I went vaxxed, to- waxed, and ready to take the town. No, you know, the va- waxing was too much. <laughs> too much of a burden. I'm not there yet. You know, I'm just vaxxed. <laughs> Maybe next week I'll be waxed. Um, you can wax yourself. No, oh, no, I'm not doing that. I've done it. I'm not doing that. It's not bad. That sounds painful. Okay. So, vaxxed, and I went to um, a baseball game. Fun. Yes. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We were, yeah, we were talking. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> you were there, and you're like, what's the score? <laughs> okay, know. guys. So, I'm not, like, really into sports at all. <laughs> this is only, this is my maybe third fourth baseball game that I've gone to but you know most times you don't pay attention you're just talking to your friends you're drinking you're eating um and so we had to we were supposed to record the podcast after the game and I was like okay Chanel I'll keep you updated and then I sent her I took a picture of the scoreboard because I was like I don't know how to keep you updated I don't know what's going on what's the score who's winning oh that's a good time that is a good time. <laughs> I so thoroughly enjoyed that like <laughs> But I had a really good time at the game. I, uh, I I could get into baseball. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's interesting, you know? The first half was me chatting with my friends. And then the second half was paying attention because the game got good. Yeah, like, if, it, if there's not, well, I mean, with any sport, if there's not a lot happening, it's like, eh. Mm-hmm. And what else? Um, just some hand modeling jobs. And I finally went out on a date. Oh. <gasps> How am I hearing about this for the first time on the podcast, Diane? You were in uh, so much trouble when this recording is over. If I remember. <laughs> Not if I remember. Um, you know, well, you know, you know, you don't know how it's gonna go. So is this even worth mentioning? I'm married. It's always worth mentioning. I'm living vicariously oh. with you. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I got you. I got you now. I see. Um, yeah, so other than that, just hanging out with my friends and like getting some writing done. I love that. I love that. It's awesome. All right. Well, uh, everybody, this week's guest is uh, Don Weary. I know Don because he comes and takes yoga with me. Uh, I believe he's a professor. That's literally all I know. So this will be interesting because like we know, like we're going in pretty uh, blank. Blind? Blind. That's mm, that's the one. <laughs> Slow down on my drink. <laughs> I mean, blank works too. <laughs> going in blank. Like my brain is going in blank when there's nothing in it. It hurts. All right, Don. So can you say hi to the listeners? Hi, hi I'm Don Worry. All right. So welcome, Don. We're so happy to have you on. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this. No problem. Um, I would just like to let everybody know that his screen name was Gandalf. And uh, I love that so much. <laughs> so much. 
I'm I'm kind of a wizard type guy. The only thing that could have gotten me like any more is if it had been Dumbledore. So uh, that's a close second. All right. All right. So Don, can you just tell us um, to get started like a little bit about like where you're from, your life kind of growing up? I was born in Wellington, Kansas. I grew up in Kansas and Oklahoma throughout high school. I moved a lot as a kid. My uh, dad worked for the railroad, so we moved every two or three years. Mm. So I moved all over Oklahoma and Kansas, graduated high school in Wellington, Kansas, went to college in Oklahoma, and then got my doctoral degree in chemistry in Boulder, Colorado. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, that's pretty cool. So what was it like growing up with a dad that worked for the railroad? That was, it was interesting. He, um, he was a signal maintainer. He basically took care of the signals where the tracks crossed the uh, road. Mm-hmm. And so he was, he would have a section of tracks, I don't know, hundred or 200 miles long that he was responsible for taking care of all the signals on that section of track any time of the day. And so 24 7, 365, if a signal went out three in the morning, he's who they called. Wow. He got up, went out and tried to figure out what it was and get it working. It was interesting. I had a brother. We uh we did a lot of outdoor stuff, fishing and golfing and and things like that. So a lot like my dad. I he he builds stuff, he's an electrician, I'm kind of a builder as well. I mean, I moved. I moved between my junior and senior year of high school. And so I had, I was in a brand new school my senior year in high school. Kind of strange. What was that like? Um, it was a little, I was a little disconnected because I moved to Liberal Kansas and based on the classes I had had so far, I only had to take about two or three classes to graduate high school. So I actually took two or three classes at high school and then a couple classes at the community college. Okay. And I really didn't have hardly any friends in my senior high school because, you know, a new guy coming into a high school that's senior, you know, I you don't really meet anybody. So it was a little it was a little odd in that respect. But uh, but I survived it. It was fun. It was a little different. Liberal Kansas is a uh, strange town it's out in uh, western Kansas and the panhandle, flat, hot, windy. And so small little town, it was a little different. So were you into any sports or anything in high school? Or? I did some running, played golf. I think it was maybe on the golf team one year, cross country team one year. Um, did play baseball a lot through about junior high, but I just wasn't good enough to really play, play past that or I just didn't spend the time at it. So I, I played baseball, basketball, did all that stuff. But it was pretty much in high school. I just studied. I was kind of a smart kid. So mm-hmm. I, I, I spent a lot of time studying and things like that. So played golf. Because you moved so much, did you have like a best friend like growing up? I did in high school. I had a buddy of mine because I was in Wellington, Kansas for about five or six years from about yeah, seventh grade to about 11th grade. And I had a good friend of mine that was actually the best man at my wedding that uh, that I was really good friends with. So. Do you have any wild stories with this best friend? 
Um, I mean, the wild, not really. We were paper boys mm. in a small town. There was like three or 5,000 people in this town, so we were paper boys. And the paper came out Friday after the football games for delivery Saturday morning because this was in Kansas. Everybody wanted to know the score of the football games. And so as a paper boys, we'd stay up and get the papers as they came off the press at 10 or 11 o'clock at night and go deliver them right that night. So we'd deliver papers in the middle of the night. Nothing other than that. So I had some really good friends in college, got to be where I had some really good friends as well. You said you went to college for your undergrad in Oklahoma? Yes, Enid, Oklahoma. What school is that? Phillips University. They've now since ceased to exist, hmm. but they were associated with the Disciples of Christ religion. And so they were, they had a little school there, about 2,000 people in the school. It was a really good school. It was kind of expensive because it was a private school, but, uh, but it was a really nice location. And so we had a good time there. What did you so, study undergrad? I studied chemistry. I started out in business, figured out shortly I didn't like that. <laughs> and so it was too easy. And so I kind of had taken chemistry early on and figured out I could graduate in four years with a chemistry degree. And I seemed to like it and do well at it. So I did. Did you have a plan for what you wanted to do with your chemistry degree or did you just major in it because you liked it? I just majored in it because I liked it. Yeah. I didn't have any plans what I wanted to do. I, well, not till later. In graduate school, I was pretty sure I wanted to get a job in the industry because teaching, teach, I kind of wanted to teach, but it was really tough to get a teaching job then. And so I decided to go into the industry. So I got my doctorate in chemistry and actually went to work for Conoco for 25 years. They were bought and sold a half a dozen times while I worked with them. But we were in Oklahoma, Ponca City, Oklahoma for 10 years and then Austin, Texas for 15. I was in the research and development working with plastics and soaps and things like that. Okay. Austin's a really nice town. There's lots of neat stuff down there. It's um, there's a lot of traffic. They have really horrible traffic. And it's getting really worse. Quite pricey living for buying houses and things like that. But it's a it's a neat town. Lots of stuff to do. We uh, partook in a lot of the various activities around there, so we really enjoyed. It. So, at what point during this this kind of journey did you end up meeting your wife? I met her. Actually, it's a story I don't remember, but she does. I was a sophomore and she was a freshman at Phillips and uh, I helped her move into her dorm room Okay. because sophomores, sophomore boys hung out at the girls dorm and helped them move in. That's just kind of what you did. Was this a requirement or was this no. just to pick up cute girls? <laughs> yes, to pick up cute girls. So it's really, That was really the gig. So we did that. I really got to know her a little later led it at freshman year, I don't know, October, November, met her. And uh, I think our first date we took her on was uh, we were building a float for some homecoming event or something like that. So we moved on from there and got married in 73. We've been married 48 years so far. That's beautiful. That's wonderful. Okay. So you did say that um, there were some wild stories from when you were delivering the paper I think it's pretty wild that they had teenagers delivering papers overnight. <laughs> I think that's it's a small, it's a small town. You, you, it's an entirely different area than, than that. And really, we didn't have many wild stories. We just delivered the papers and went home and went out to eat. A lot of times we got to eat afterwards. The wild stories were more in probably uh, college and graduate school. And I can't really remember any of those. You don't even have one that you remember that stands out? Oh, I know one. When I was in graduate school. 
we was in Boulder and I had a buddy of mine and um, we like to go hiking and we went out hiking in Boulder and there's the Flatirons is one of the parks in Boulder that's a really neat little place to go and see. And we went hiking one evening, hiked up the top of the Flatiron. It's a little mountain right there on the front range in, in Denver. And um, we said, hey, you know, here's a different trail to go back. Let's go back this trail instead of the one we came on, which is a poor decision because um, I did say we started it after work. So we started in the evening. And so we were at the top 30 minutes or so before the sun came down or an hour before the sun went down. Needless to say, by the time we got back down, the sun was down. It was dark. We didn't have any flashlights. Mm-hmm. And our we didn't back back then we didn't have cell phones. So my wife didn't know where the heck we were. It's probably an hour, hour and a half after dark. We finally get home and I stuck my hand in a door hole and some flowers that I picked along the way. That's sweet. I think you knew you had to make it up to do. Yeah, we knew we had to do something different. We were two wild and crazy guys out for an evening. That's hysterical. Well, I appreciate somebody who knows knows what's up before they get there. Like, I know I messed up. Here you yeah. go. <laughs> Come well, correct. That. <laughs> that's, that's smart. Okay, so um, what was it like going, doing your, your graduate studies in Colorado? Like, what was Colorado like back then? Uh, Colorado was, I mean, we were in Boulder shortly after. This was the late 70s. And so it was after the height of all the drug stuff, but there's still lots of drugs and things going on up there. So lots of partying. And I got into doing lots of active outdoor stuff, fly fishing, camping, hiking. And so chemistry graduate degrees are pretty intense. You basically work, go to school for about two years, and then you basically work in the lab for about three years to complete your research. And it's pretty much self-paced. You can do whatever you want. So I learned how to ski, learned how to fly fish, did a lot of camping. And so it was a really great time in Colorado. Front range of Colorado was really nice. So we had a good time. I want to go to Colorado. I want to be anywhere other than Texas right now. It's so hot. Well, I'll be there hmm, 10 days. Oh, nice. I'm so jealous. Are you just going for vacation or is there? We've got a house in Leadville. And so we I'll be up there for two months. Oh. The end of August. And so so how did you end up in Dallas? I have two kids and four grandkids now, and that's where they live. Oh, so I love that. About six or seven years ago, I was whining about something at work and saying, you know, I really don't need this job. <laughs> Why are we in Austin? <laughs> so we sold the house about seven years ago and moved to Fort Worth and enjoyed it ever since. So are you retired now? Yes and no. I am retired. I have, I occasionally will teach a class at TCC Southeast, a laboratory. <laughs> And so I didn't last year because of the pandemic. And so we'll see. I may teach one this year. I'm on schedule and see how it makes. I, I do it mainly. It's, uh, it's just something fun to do to keep me entertained. Yeah. I heard most people that retire, they end up going back to work just part-time because they're yeah, like, I need, I need something to do. Stay active. It makes life fun. Mm. Uh, well, this is relevant really just, just to me and you, but how did you end up getting into yoga? Oh, in Austin, 15 years ago, I was, I've been bike, I've been cycling and running for a long time. I started really cycling, started really running in Boulder when I was probably 23, probably really started running, or no, running in tw- about 22, 20, 20 or 21. And then I injured myself and I started cycling when I was about 23 or 24. 
And so I've been cycling and running a lot. I'll ride, some years I'll ride 10,000 miles on my bike. Not oh, these wow. days, but I used to basically ride 10,000 miles on my bike. I'd, I'd take a week vacation and ride across Oklahoma with uh, 2,000 of my good friends. They have a, an event. I think it still goes on. It's called Oklahoma Freewheel. Mm-hmm. You basically ride from Texas to Kansas over a week. It's actually, you may be just finishing up this week. And basically, they, they have, when I did it, they had several thousand people doing it. And so you basically get up in the morning, pack all your stuff in a duffel bag, throw it on a moving van, get on your bike, ride about 60 or 70 miles, pick your duffel bag up, set up your tent, sleep, eat, repeat. <laughs> so we did. So I've done, I've done a lot of cycling and running. Back to the yoga story, probably 15 or 20 years ago, I wanted to do something to kind of, I was running and cycling a lot. I wanted to do some more stretching or something like that. And they had a uh, Gold's Gym, had a class that they called Body Flow. And it was basically a mixture of um, yoga, Pilates, and a little Tai Chi. So you'd have about five or 10, it was mainly a yoga class with a little Tai Chi at the beginning, a little Pilates in the middle. And so I got into doing that. And it really, it really helped strengthen my whole body. I think my knees, my core, and just, it was really a good, a good fit. So I've been, I'm a, I'm a, as Sinead knows, I'm a, I'm a regular at yoga. I, I kind of gotten out of the habit a little bit with all the pandemic, but mm-hmm. I generally went four or five times a week and so whatever. Depends on the type of yoga you do. You can get stretching or little activities. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I need to get out there. Cy- cycle 2000 miles. I don't want to drive from Texas to Kansas. Like I <laughs> Don't even want to be in a car right. for that long. It was entertaining because uh, so you'd take, you'd uh, have 2,000 people arriving in these small little towns and there'd be more people there. There'd be more people in the group than were in the town. Hmm. And so you'd basically take over the football field and, and set up everything and, and uh, eat and rest and relax. And you got to see really, they went generally, they went across the eastern part of Oklahoma through the back roads. And it was really pretty. It was some really pretty areas to see. And so it was a, it was a fun time. It sounds like a fun time and a, a cool way to meet new people. Yeah, you met lots of people. I'm dying listening to this story, but I think that's wonderful that you are both like, so in, I love that. I love that. Maybe we should try it. We should try it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All we I can think while I'm listening is, I'm sure it is beautiful if you're not dying. I think yeah. I would just be like, yeah, it was it was really it was really important to do some training. So because you spend basically yeah, three to five hours a day on your bike, right, mm. for about six days in a row. Mm-mm. And the first couple of days you've had the training kicks in by about the third day, you're getting a little, you know, this is kind of getting old. But about the fourth day, it kind of kicks in and okay. you just get on the rock and roll. And so these back roads, like, are there no cars back? Because that's the only way I can do it. Otherwise, I'm sure I would be hit by a car immediately. <laughs> no, there, are, there are cars, but you did hear me say there's 2,000 cyclists on the road. Oh. So it was not unusual for the cars to see cyclists. So they were well, and it was well marked ahead of time that there were okay. cyclists okay. out there. So they would pick the roads that were off the main beaten path so you wouldn't have a lot of traffic. So... It was really fun. Shanae, I think we should give it a shot. Give it a shot. Also, it happens at this point in the year, not like October. 
No, they generally do it, I think, the second. It may have been last week. I think they do it the second week in June is when they did it. Okay, never mind, you know. Well, <laughs> generally it's not quite this hot yet. And, and, and when you're cycling, you're on, I was on my bike at 7 o'clock most mornings. Mm. And so by the time, most of the time, by the time noon came, I was sitting in my hammock in the campground. Okay. Are yeah. we drinking beer after that? Like, is You're there drinking yeah. beer? Okay. You, cool, do cool. Have, you do have to be a little careful about what you eat and drink mm. because you're burning several thousand calories a day. And so you want to have the right kind of calories. Mm. Fried food really doesn't ride well. Really spicy food? Yeah, maybe not. You really want to have the right kind of calories and things like that. But the really good news is it's a week where you can eat pretty much everything you want and you won't get an ounce because you're burning so many calories that, you know, we'd, we were, uh, we would often go, it was looking for the Dairy Queen and everybody would have a uh, little Dairy Queen shake every, every day just for grins. Okay, Deanna, I'm back in. You're back in? Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll try. We'll, we'll look into it. We'll start with something smaller. We'll look for a different event. Yeah, I mean, they have lots of local bike rides. You can do 20 miles to 40 to 60. I think they just finished tour to Italy this weekend is another one they have down in Texas. So they have one. Oh, they have them throughout the year. I haven't taken yeah. a cycle class since before the panorama. Yeah, me yeah. Yeah, same, same. I haven't I haven't either actually. So. Okay. I should probably that that is actually a good goal for us to set anyway. Get back into working out. I mean, I've been trying. I did go to the gym yesterday, but uh it's not like I'm not in, back into the routine that I was in where it was yeah. like Oh, I'm not either. It's hard. It's hard once you fall out, like to get back in. Cause I love it when I'm doing it. And, but once I stop for two weeks, I'm like, well, who, what I want. Nah. And then once you get back in, it, it's good, but it's, it's, it's hard to, to take honest. that step. That's right. My I'm getting back up. in has, I have not found my getting back in joy yet. I haven't gotten my joy. I've, I'm just, now I'm forcing myself to do it. I haven't found the joy yet, but it's close. It's coming. I can feel it's coming. You'll get there. Yeah. Keep after it. Yeah, it's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll get over it. <laughs> That's the goal. I'm going to get over it and just get to it. Um, okay. So we like to do a segment, Dawn, called Runway Rewind, hmm. where we just kind of talk about what you were wearing back in the day. Do you remember like what, like what you were into wearing? Uh, probably a pocket protector. <laughs> um, I love it. Probably plaid, plaid, uh, Plaid bell bottoms or plaid plaid jeans, t-shirts, Oxford shirts, something like that. I love that. Lots of jean shorts, things like that in the summer. I love that the pocket protector was the first thing you mentioned, though. Yeah, well, I was kind of the nerd, so. I love it. Love nerds. It's my jam. True story. (laughs) Same. Same Good deal. Loved him so much, I married one. It's all good. Good deal. All right, so, I mean, ah, I keep saying I'm going to get myself a pair of bell bottoms, but and I haven't yet, but like that's <laughs> on the list for the, I, I, okay. I love bell bottoms just kind of period. They're yeah. kind of back in style. I think I missed the mark. Like I think they mm-hmm. were back in style and then now they're not anymore. I don't know that I care. Yeah. You shouldn't. Yeah. I, was, I think I'm just going to live my best life. Uh, I didn't tone this tummy up because I want to wear it with a crop top, but we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love a good bell bottom. So yeah. I have a pair, but I actually don't like bell bottoms, but they are so, they're such good quality jeans. I can't give them up. And I keep trying them on. I'm like, this isn't my style, but I love them. 
Yeah. Um, I'm a fun. Somebody gonna have a party though. That I'm a. I'll use it as a costume. Where when we go to Vegas? No, it's gonna be hot. Wear it at night. It's still gonna be hot. It's hot all the time. Do I not remember? Do I not remember Vegas nights? In the summer, Vegas nights still. Oh, that's we went in. January. We went in January. That's yeah, that's, that's way. I, was like, I don't remember it being hot because I. No, yeah. it's way different. So, are we going to Vegas? Yeah, I think it's happening. <laughs> that'll be fun have a good trip yeah yeah uh for for birthday 35 i think we're gonna do vegas all right pretty excited um and then the last like little well not the last the next thing is boom worthy blurbs yes, yes. That? yes. What's that? i didn't have my cheat sheet next to me to look at what to talk about we came up with these tongue twister segments so this one is called boom worthy blurbs yes. are there any big news stories that were happening growing up that stood out we landed on the move jfk was shot um that was a big move and i mean back i mean the big news then was all the bell bottoms the hippies and you know the culture world Everybody worries about how cultural wars right now are really bad. They don't really understand how bad it was in the 60s. There were, uh, there were some very intense arguments about Vietnam War, very anti-Vietnam War protests. People burning flags, draft cards, bras, whatever. They were, they were all sorts of protesters. And so it was a very big disconnect. There was a lot of big news in the 60s, I think is, is part of it. Like there was, I mean, there's just... I mean, it was... So much that happened. I mean, ever it was basically up in, in the fifties. Everybody was kind of nice and normal. When the sixties, things got a little crazy, and so that's kind of the me generation kind of took off and quit following, doing exactly what their mom and dad were doing. Mm. We appreciate y'all because neither one of us wanted to do what our moms were doing. So thank you. <laughs> well, thank that's kind of the way it works. <laughs> kind of way it works. So, Ooh, un- unprepared to be that serious in my day to day life. So thank y'all. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, the last thing, do you have any life advice for our listeners? Probably the, I mean, the one thing that I took a while to figure out is find what you enjoy doing it and do it a lot and, and basically enjoy it. And even if you're not enjoying it, make believe you're enjoying it. And eventually you will probably. And so <laughs> so I, I always, when I worked, I always, I was always optimistic and smiling and happy, even when I was doing stuff I really didn't want to do. And so I kind of had the gig that that was my, my bit. So it kind of, if you're always thinking you're happy and optimistic thoughts, even if things aren't going so well, you're happy and optimistic. Other people aren't. That's their problem. Mm-hmm. So. Mm, let, them, let them live. And you do you. Yeah. It's and especially if you're always focused on the bad and the negative that's happening, I feel like just more of that will come around. So there's if, always good stuff. Just focus on that. So. Yeah, he said, make believe you're having a good time. <laughs> that is <laughs> I'm gonna. If you make believe enough, you'll believe it. <laughs> I'm gonna try that. If I ever have to go back to work again, then I. <laughs> I couldn't go back to work again. See, that's how I feel. <laughs> You're not going to have to go back to work again. Like, not my regular job. You're good. You're done. I think you're right. Thanks. She she models. Okay. Sometimes. I'll bet you're you're great at it. 
uh, it's my hands and my feet. It's not the rest of my body is awkward, but um, yes, my hands are, they are Listeners, good. <laughs> we've had plenty of conversations about this woman's face. Uh, it's a nice looking face. I'm not saying that is, I'm very grateful for this face, Lord. Please don't take it away. <laughs> I'm just saying I am an awkward person who's not good at posing. So God was like, just use her hands and her feet. <laughs> and I, I, I'm with her. You're both quite lovely looking young ladies. So. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for agreeing to do this. You're yes. welcome. Y'all have a good weekend. Thank you. All right. Well, that was fun. That was fun. I loved Dawn. Yes. I am encouraged to start to be more active, you know, because I used to run marathons back in the day. I know. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, well, Dion ran marathons. I'm, yeah. That's not, that's not my, I'm a yoga person. I'm like a yoga Pilates person. Like that's where my soul is, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not a runner. I, you know, I, so guys, I, I think I ran two or three, two. Yeah. I know for sure you ran at least two. I ran two full and one half. So the first time I ran a full, I only had two weeks to train. And so somebody was like, you can't run a marathon with only two weeks to train. And and I'm stubborn and hardheaded. So I was like, watch me do it. Was it a good idea? Probably not. People were out there dying, but I did it and I survived. And so I was like, if I could do this without training the right kind of way, imagine if I actually trained. So the next year I signed up again, but then I I didn't train again. And after that time, I was like, you know what? You don't even like running. And I never ran again. I think that uh, for me, because I'm like, oh, you could you could do a marathon. I think I'm disciplined enough to do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm a sprinter. Like that is, uh. that is like that is how I like that's my run. I, you know, I ran track like that's I was I'm a sprinter. And so anything past like, I mean, like three, anything really past like three miles, like anything past like a 5K. And I'm like, and I don't even want to run the whole 5K. Damn. I'm gonna like run a little, walk a little. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a lot. I, I'm a jog a little, walk a little. I'm mm-hmm. not going to run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm not fast. I tried to run track in high school. Okay. And uh, yeah, they had to clap me in. It's all good. I'm better at long distance. I can, I got stamina. You have the build for a long distance runner though. I am built like a sprinter. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm built for speed. Mm. All those leg muscles. I, I want to be active again. I want to, I mean. Yeah. Like set, like set a goal and like, it's like something big and be like, I did this thing. No, me either. <laughs> I would think about, I was like, oh, what about a triathlon? But I can't swim that well, like for a triathlon, like, for, mm, so we'll figure something out. Maybe we'll just yeah. go camping. <laughs> I love camping. Let's go camping. Yeah. We can go we hiking. Can skip, yeah. We can skip the cycling part and just camp out and have the beers and the drinks. No, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> to scratch off the active part as we sit here talking about like ways to be more active right yeah. like <laughs> I would love to do like a boom town like challenge like we all like you know like oh. hey drink a gallon of water every day or hey we're all gonna do you know two yogas and a jog or two yogas and a walk every week okay. uh, but we'll get there eventually y'all today's not the day we'll we'll figure it out eventually yeah but I like that idea same season Love it. Um, okay. You guys, I am fully prepared with my drink recipe uh, this week. It's called Sparks Fly. Ooh, did you pick that up because I just went on a date? I didn't, but it's a nice coincidence. Like when oh. I when I saw the name of the recipe, I was like, oh, maybe it's like foreshadowing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Uh, don't get mad. 
okay. as I read out no, the ingredients. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Why? Okay, read it. I mean, I'm gonna. It's just one thing. It's just okay. one thing I'm gonna say that I know is probably gonna piss you off a little bit, but I love you. Uh huh. So it's uh pear vodka, or you can do apple. Live your best life. Okay. And then uh, elderflower liqueur. Oh, you lemon juice uh, and champagne. Wow. And it's served in a, in a champagne flute, kind of. Y'all know I'm unemployed. So if y'all could Venmo me uh, money to get these ingredients. Listen, uh-uh, uh-uh. Give them your Venmo. Say it out loud. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know my Venmo, but if y'all- I don't have, have Venmo. Um, if y'all happen to find me, y'all want to send me money for this ingredients. Um, I don't think that's how podcasts work, but- <laughs> I mean, Venmo isn't, but we could set it up for people to be able to just send us money. Like, there is a way to do that. Shouldn't we be sending them money? I don't know. <laughs> listen to us. <laughs> we'll pay you to listen to us. Through our words. Through our words. Uh, we probably should pay y'all to listen. Thank you for, oh, thank for you. being here and coming back. And Yes, we appreciate you guys. And we, with us. we keep having more countries um, join in, so... That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Turns out we're popular. Mm, well, I didn't say all that. I meant not in America. Oh, okay. Well, it's still just 1%, but we're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I think it's exciting. You know, I've always, I have always felt in my heart uh, that I would have done very well as uh, a little Parisian girl. Mm. Or as a little English girl. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I can see that for you. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. I, I say it and you were like, yeah. Like, it's yeah. not even that hard. You're like. That makes a lot of sense for you. It does. Yeah. Like, my mom and I went to that fancy tea. And mm-hmm. I uh, I was just like, you know what? Seven-year-old me was right. This is where I belong. That's probably who you were in a past life, you know? I want to go back then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. Middle class is not for me. Right? I did, it's not like, who did this to me? This is ghetto. I don't care what Exactly. I don't understand. Like, I was rich in a past life for sure. There's no reason my, why my taste is the way it is. <laughs> Probably royalty on both sides. I'm like, this, something about it don't sit right. It's not right. We're going to make our way back to royalty. It's okay. I never left royalty. The stuff that's in my blood didn't change. I mean, yeah, it's in my bloodline, but it's not in this apartment. It's same same. Ah, yeah. I think that's everything. Um, what is this drink called again? Sparks fly. Sparks right. fly. Okay. Yeah. So, listeners, if you're drinking along and it's summertime, I don't know why you wouldn't want to drink right? along. You should be uh, and drunk. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. This podcast is way more fun to listen to if you've had a cocktail. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like 100%. At some point, we're going to start a, a subscription service where you can get the drinks like monthly. Like we'll just send you the stuff that we're going to do that month and then you can just have it in little bottles. That is, Sinead wanted to start off doing that. And I was like, I had big down. plans. Oh, damn. Hold me back as she should. Have somebody in your life who keeps you uh, grounded. Taylor yeah. also helps me with that because you know great like, ideas great ideas but let's uh, reel this in a little bit <laughs> yeah. yeah okay yeah Love that. but you the electric line mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that will be a fun idea maybe we should let the people know now though like you know put yeah, that out like, in the universe I was like this that is going to happen eventually mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. going to be able to drink along with us by just like hey we're going to subscribe in 
and yeah. yeah and you don't have to worry about going to the store last minute like we do there at are- that point I would hope some alcohol sponsors would just give us the stuff too is that not how it works hey well let's put that out there too yeah only thing we need to do is have our stuff planned out in advance I love it that feels problematic it's fine <laughs> no I'm kidding by that point we're gonna have it together you guys one day yeah 2022 seems like a good year Mm, don't well let's you know yeah you know what yeah for like for full to get like I I don't know I have a feeling okay because I I just you know a lot of people said 2020 was gonna be great and um I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb okay and I'm probably one of like five people in America who can say this even with everything that happened in the world 2020 was a great year for me personally like I mean there was a lot of hard stuff that happened but and I I don't want to diminish anyone's experience because it was a hard year for a lot of people mm-hmm. it was a hard year for me too but I you know I we bought a house I got married like I yeah 2020 was a good year for me I can't I tell people 2020 was the best and worst year of my life yeah for more people than realize it mm-hmm. but I'm just saying we all went into 2020 thinking you know rainbow the sunshine and it, it, it was not that it was it was happening Still got you. Here's the deal. You don't get the rainbow without the storm. That's so, true. you know, That's we, we did get there. It started with sunshine. 2020 started great. And then those thunderclouds rolled in and I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. And then I think it ended with rainbows. So absolutely. I ended 2020 in Disney world. So there's not a lot happier than that for me. That is beautiful. Um, I ended 2020 in my pajamas. And- well, I wasn't, I mean, like on the actual last day. I think I, I, I think we fell asleep at like 930. I don't want to talk about it, but I mean, I had it, but that's how I would, I loved it. I, yeah, I had no, complaints. A, I didn't want to be at a club. My cousin Trey came over, Trey and Cassie came over. I ended 2021 wrestling on my couch with my slightly mm-hmm. younger cousin. We're both too old for that. And I drunk dialed my aunt Shorna. So that's, that's, that's on brand for me. That's fine. <laughs> All right. 2022 is our year. No, it's not that it's our year. Like oh. we're going to, 22 is going to be a, a benchmark year for the podcast. A year where we start to get more organized. Say mm-hmm again. <laughs> I'm just putting it in my body, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes, yes. Organized, organized, organized. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough one for me. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. So we've got a full... Seven months to get there. Six. I can count. We got that. I can do that. I can work on that. We're both going to do it. It's going to be great. All right, y'all. Well, thank you again for tuning back in. We love you guys. We're glad you came back. Uh, And I guess all that's left to say at this point is until next time. Boom, baby. That was a great one. Thank you. I felt it in my soul. (laughs) I can see it in your face. Like your lip twitch hit it. I was like, yes. Excellent.